Kristen. And I'm Jess. And we are Swifties, Swifties Anonymous. Anonymous. Episode 22. I don't know about you, but it's episode 22. <laughs> <laughs> Can you put in Taylor Swift's 22? Where anytime I say it, like, just clip hers in there. Maybe. I'll try. Editing that much harder. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. We just added three <laughs> hours to my editing schedule. Uh, um, yeah. We got a couple songs for you. We do. To talk about. After we still have, you know, had to take a little time to recover from All Too Well. That was a, that yeah. was a big episode. But here we are. Um, we're we back. Have 22 on episode 22. And that's I our mean, first that's, song. That's pretty... That's pretty amazing that it lined totally up. unplanned. I yeah. don't know how that would have happened. Like, if we hadn't done every song the way that we did for it to line up this way. It's perfect. Can you believe? I cannot. I think it means something. It's, a, it's what an does Easter it egg. Mean? It's an Ooh, Easter egg. Taylor okay. put an Easter egg into our podcast. And today we have a special guest. Taylor Swift <laughs> is here. <laughs> yeah. Yay. No. Hey, guys. I wish. I think that means she's going to release something on the 22nd of May. No, wait, I'm that's here for that. I lied. Well, she could at least announce something maybe. I know. It's just been like radio silent over there. Yeah. So we, I can't think of any specific Swifty news except for that like fans have been going crazy demanding that things get – or not maybe not demanding, but thinking that things are going to get announced the past like three Fridays oh, and nothing yeah. has happened. <laughs> I feel like that's also I've seen it where it's like every Friday since Red Taylor's version's been like pretty much yeah <laughs> waiting. They're like, it's this. Is this Friday? Nope, just kidding. Like all these insiders are like, she's definitely gonna announce something. Like if not like this month, then like for sure this summer. Like okay, oh, well, we okay. haven't heard anything. So well, how long was it since like between Fearless and Red? Well, the announcement, so Fearless came out in April, and then she announced Red in June, so... Oh, wow. There was yeah. a, a bit of a break, but... But seven months between actual content, so let's see. Like, okay, Swifties over yeah. here acting like we're starving when we have literally gotten, like, four albums in the past three years, so... <laughs> you know what? We're She spoiled us. <laughs> it's true. She's, like, set this precedent, like, okay, I'm going to announce an album every four or five months. I mean, to keep us alive. Ta 1989, Taylor's version has got to come out this year. Like this summer, right? I mean, do you think she's going to do think... two new Taylor's versions? I don't know. I felt like Speak Now was on the precipice. <sighs> Especially I've heard from, well, I've not heard, but I've seen when she announced like her latest merch drop on her website, mm -hmm. everything. It was like for Mother's Day. So it was like the best day styled stuff or whatever. And Aww. everything was like. Um, the whole website was in like pink and purple, but she and blue, which was kind of a lot of people gosh. said it was similar to Speak Now. She's done all kinds of little Easter eggs in her merch stuff that's pointed yeah. to both 1989 and Speak Now. So yes, yes, I agree. I don't know. I think it's anybody's guess, and the only person who probably knows is Taylor herself. Do you think we're getting two this year, though? Regardless, or no? It's possible. I mean, she's shown that she can release that often without being oversaturated if she does I mean, it right. I mean, that's after Evermore that she released too. Like, mm -hmm. so, yeah. I know. I guess we'll see. We it's shall coming see. coming soon. <laughs> you heard it here first. Jess just said it's coming soon. So yep. it is true. I know. Hot take. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So 22. Uh -oh. Everything will be 
really an emotional whiplash to put this song <laughs> right after All Too Well. Whenever I listen to this album, I'm like crying. And then it's like, well, I think that's it's, the point. She's trying to be yeah. happy, free, confused, and lonely at the same time or whatever. Okay, so, so not to no, jump ahead to the lyrics, but when she says happy, free, confused, and lonely at the same time, do you not hear or sing happy, freaking, fused, and lonely at the same time? Well, now I, I will. <laughs> now I will. I didn't, but Pretty now much I will. every time. I'm like, happy, free, confused, and lonely. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so, but what do you think of this song, though? Oh, it's, I mean, I've always kind of, again, had a soft spot for the song. Yeah. It's a single, so I remember hearing it. It's just so fun. I mean, it's that's a bop. Confirmed. It really is. And I don't know. There's just, there's so many, it's just a solid pop song. There's so many cool, yeah. like, little vocal hooks or whatever you want to call them in I there. Agree. Like the uh huh. And then, like, the. It's so catchy and know. so sing, sing alongable. <laughs> yes. An if earworm, word, some would it's, say. Oh, definitely an earworm. And it doesn't help well i mean it helps that well not to get into your background but it was produced by max martin and that's why it is yeah gonna get wedged in your ears and it's gonna stay there and um, and you can tell he's got his fingerprints all over yes he's got his grimy little hands all over it (laughs) just kidding max your your little your hands aren't grimy i'm assuming (laughs) they're Um, very clean (laughs) um, Um, please come on the show (laughs) (laughs) so i guess we'll just dive into the background so obviously this was written by taylor i know it's surprising to you guys that she writes her own songs did (laughs) she write this though she did and mm, Max Martin like and Shellback. She just co-wrote it with these boys. Why do I always want to call Can him you... Shellback? I don't know. I Shellback. Anyway, yeah, it's just Shellback. It, yeah. What it looks like. Maybe he pronounces it differently since he's Swedish or whatever. But that's the, in my mind's eye or whatever. Like Shellback, exactly. like Johann Sebastian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was produced by Max Martin and Shellback, and it was the album's fourth single, released on March twelfth, twenty thirteen. Cute. So, I don't remember hearing this song like when it came out. Not really. I remember it being in an episode of New Girl and like kind of hearing it around, but I don't know if I realized it was Taylor. Yeah, that's I I forgot that it was on New Girl, but it's an episode where (laughs) the episode right after Nick and Jess have their first kiss. Yes, and which is like the the best TV kiss of all time, and you can fight me on that. Wait, hold on. Logan and Veronica. Oh, first kiss. Okay, that one that one's amazing as well. I would agree. From Veronica um, Mars. Yeah. Go watch okay. it right now. Yes. Um <laughs> But the next episode when Jess or Sam breaks up with Jess and Nick is trying to make her feel better and Taylor Taylor <laughs> Jess has a glass of rose in her hand and she is drinking it on the couch and yes. crying. And he's like trying to dance and stuff and she's like, I just want to listen to Taylor Swift alone. Yeah. Like, we all felt that. Yep. That is... Anyway, I didn't need to describe the whole like scene, that. but it's where no, I thank am you. in my life. I appreciate it. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I love the, like, the little strummy guitar with, like, the pop beats. It's so fun. I do enjoy that. It is... Yeah. It's a cute little intro, and I, I do it enjoy is. it a lot. Let's dive into a little bit about what Taylor has said about the background of the song or the meaning. She said... Um, to Billboard magazine, for me, being 22 has been my favorite year of my life. I like all the possibilities of how you're still learning, but you know enough. You still know nothing, but you know that you know nothing. (sighs) How uh, can a person know (laughs) everything at 18, (laughs) but nothing at 22? I love it. Um, And then she says, um, you're old enough to start planning your life, but you're young enough to know there are so many unanswered questions. That brings about a carefree feeling that is sort of based on indecision and fear, and at the same time, letting loose. 
Being 22 has taught me so much. That is really cute. And I'm absolutely sure it's relatable, but both of us got married at 20, so we don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I feel what she means, but maybe like a little bit younger. Yeah. Just where it was in my life, but yes. Also, we were both married by that time, so don't judge us. <laughs> it didn't have the same – like, when I turned 22, I definitely listened to the song, like, 80 times. Definitely. Um, but it, it didn't hit quite the same if I was just, like, single and free and whatever. Not You didn't not go saying to – that I wasn't – you know, <laughs> I was happy. You're in but, jail. You didn't yes. be like, <laughs> you look like bad news. I got to have you to some random right. guy. That's no, I wasn't like that. Oh, that's good. That, that uh, would have been oh, – I was trying to figure out why I I definitely listened to this song a bunch, but I was trying to figure out why I had a hard time finding it when I turned 22. And I Mm -hmm. think it was in that time period where she had taken all of her stuff (gasps) off Spotify and everything. So I there was no easy way to listen to it. So I think I had to like pull it up. I don't even think like YouTube. I mean, maybe YouTube would have had it, but I don't know. It was just like Yeah, that's true. It just wasn't it wasn't easy to listen to. So I was like, well, I need to. Oh gosh. Maybe. Pandora. It was just such a different time. It was. That's right. But anyway. Yeah, this was that weird era. Okay. Well, no, I'm going to – I wanted to ask you something, but I'm going to dive – keep going to the background. So, okay. She's – this song is also about her friends. She's – I mean, this is about her friends. Yeah. The, that's what it's about. It's a friend <laughs> anthem. She said, um, I finally got this amazing group of girlfriends and we tell each other everything. We're together all the time. And I think that was kind of the marker of me being 22, like having all these friends and there's all these question marks in your life. But the one thing that you have is that you all have each other. So that's this is cute, kind of but I can't relate. <laughs> well, I mean, all you know, I've had a few friends over the years, but I've really just had like a core group of never had like a girl like I never posse. had like a girl group of more than like two or three individuals i like me and you have been best friends since we were born basically but even when we had like groups of friends it never felt like i don't know yeah (laughs) it never was as close you know what this reminds me of like personally i guess kind of i guess you consider this a personal anecdote but just like when it talks about like breakfast at midnight um, dressing up like hipsters and stuff it reminds me of that time of life when we were single and like going to concerts and that was a good time like, you know going to waffle house eating breakfast at midnight and yes. do you remember that one picture yeah that where we went <laughs> with the 3d glasses and popped out the lenses like those are the glasses taylor Swift yes. is wearing in the music video <laughs> for real yes oh man i forgot about that yeah what did we go see the lion king in 3d <laughs> yes not to date us yeah for if real i if I wasn't scared, I would post that picture to our Instagram so people could understand the picture, but I'm not going I to. Know. So. Yeah, I know exactly what picture you're talking about. Yeah, um, I knew you would. But yeah, okay. Yeah. That was, we were what, like 17, 18 at this time? So, Probably. But this song wasn't out yet or else it no. would have been our anthem for sure. And I mean, maybe we were a little too young to relate, but that's what that, how I relate I think, to the song. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I see what you're saying. It's It was like going to New York before. before. To yes, New York? our New York like trip. That time. That time. We just weren't. Life. We weren't twenty two. We were eighteen. <laughs> yeah, we were probably a little too young, but you yeah, know, it happens. But I think the the sentiment is still there. And if yeah. only this song had come out a year or two earlier, we would have been very. Yeah. Maybe more like two years earlier, we would have been her target Loving demographic. <laughs> and I mean, also, I guess for Taylor, this song takes on a new meaning because she like had just come from this terrible breakup where she probably yeah. was like 
not being able to be free and happy. And then all of a sudden it's like, that's him. true. Oh. So she's like, I'm just going to have fun with my girlfriends. <laughs> yeah. This is unrelated, but did had she moved to New York at this point? I thought that was, I don't know when did she, she I mean, I know it was like right around 1989, I thought, but I don't yeah. know. I don't know but when. I think she had moved either like maybe during the Red Era. So like in between, yeah, somewhere in between when Red came out and 1989 came out. So I guess, but she hadn't moved yet, like while recording this album. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that seems about right. (laughs) She's having fun with her friends. Well, I guess we can move. I didn't really have any like super fun facts, but I did find a cool little thing. Yeah. I mean, it's this song's pretty straightforward. Yeah. But she did talk about 15 versus 22, which was kind of interesting because those are the two songs when she talks about certain ages. And she said, having written a song called 15 about how much I learned at that age and how that was a really heavy year for me, I learned a lot of lessons the hard way and it was a vulnerable age. And 22 is a vulnerable age, but you're a little more brave. You're a little more ready to take risks and live with the consequences. And then she's saying, like, basically, 22 is much more carefree than 15 was, which, good Lord, yeah. That is so true. (laughs) Yeah, everything is so serious when you're 15. Gosh, yeah. Like, (laughs) but it's it's kind of cool because, I mean, I feel like the song kind of talks about, it's like, she feels like, finally, I'm an adult, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of that. Yeah, it is a nice, like, where. Early 20s. Yeah, where you do have, like, some freedom that you didn't have when you were younger, but you still have you know, a childlike view of the world. Yeah. But you also know, like she said before, like, you know enough that you don't think you know everything. Yeah. Which is so true. True. So um, do you ever think about the fact that you're not in your early 20s anymore? Because I think about that. I thought about yeah. that a lot while going over the song and it made me yeah. kind of sad. Yeah. This song is really a hit and different, um, seeing as how, yeah, I'm, I'm 29. And also 20. it doesn't help that we had a pandemic take away two years. I was just thinking about that the other day. Like, I didn't notice how time moved kind of differently during the pandemic. And so I still feel 27 because that was two years ago. I know. I feel like I entered the pandemic in my early 20s and yeah. left in my later and 20s. Left, but in my mid 30s. I, I know it wasn't, but. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Don't you dare say those words. <laughs> I'm probably going to end up being one of those women that says like, oh, I'm 29 again and again and again, like every year that I get. I'm just going to be 29 for like the 10th time. (laughs) I love it. Oh, man. All right. Well, I mean, unless you have any other fun facts, I guess we can talk a little bit more about the Taylor. So, yeah, let's get into some Taylor. And then after that, can I talk about the differences between Taylor's version and the original? Please. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, there's not much to really say about the Taylor. Like I said, it's a pretty straightforward song. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess kind of always ties into the secret message. So... I guess I'll go ahead and say the secret message is Ashley, Diana, Claire, Selena. So that's her her friend group at the time, her best best friends. I always forget that her and Selena were like that close. And I think they I still know. are like really I close friends. Are. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people but think some Dorothy reason, is about her. Yeah. I've seen that theory. And it's so weird. Like, can she not so. just like, even if it's based off something like, please stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and I I don't know if she's still friends with any of these other people. I know yeah. I know the girl from Glee. I didn't know the other two, but obviously this is kind of the one thing that does kind of hit different is mm-hmm. knowing the history or the story of when she turned twenty one based on All Too Well yeah. and how that mm. contrasts, like how crappy that she probably felt when she turned twenty one versus yeah. like twenty two. Like 
So, and also is dress up like hipsters a Jake dig? I was always making it. fun of hipsters and indie music and stuff. Yes, I, it's got to be because it's be. what other? Yeah, I mean the first line is dress up like hipsters and make fun of our exes, like in yeah. one basically one sentence. Like, yep, yep. I love and it. that is so. Uh, it's so 2012. The idea of like hipsters. <laughs> oh, I know. I was gonna you know talk. I mean? when we talk about the music video. Like, the, yes. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So yeah. great. Oh man, the music video. That was really Iconic. when hipsters were a thing. I mean, yeah, they still and it was are, like an insult. Like more pop culture. Yes. And yeah, yeah it was it really, an insult. Yeah, it was like, oh, you're so hipstery. Like, if you listen to Dirty any hipster. other music, yeah, <laughs> you listen to music that wasn't on the radio or whatever. Then if you <laughs> if you listen to any indie music, then you were a hipster. If you listen to Sweet Disposition by Temper Trap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you wore 3D glasses with the lenses popped out. <laughs> If you had an ironic mustache. Oh, man. The Ugh. mustache mug. Oh, man. What you a You know time. the one. You know the necklace with the mustache on it? From Did you have a necklace with the mustache on I it? I never bought it, but oh, okay. I always from Urban Outfitters, sh- I'm sure. Urban, we shopped at Urban Outfitters so much. I only shopped at the clearance rack because, my goodness, it was so expensive. But Do you remember the, gla- the mustache glasses, kid? Yes. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> so tell me more about the song, The Differences. I'm curious what okay. you picked up on. So I listened to R. these. R.I.P. Max Martin. <laughs> yeah. So to make it clear, Max Martin did not produce Taylor's version and it shows. Um, I listened to them back to back a lot and I, I really prefer the original. Just her younger voice makes more sense for the song anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, even though, you know, her adult voice is obviously amazing, but she just, she has so much more emotion and like pep and like just the younger quality of her voice is just. It makes sense since she's supposed to be like carefree exactly. and like young. Even yeah. the way, like at the first line where she says, dress up like hipsters. Hipsters. <laughs> she <laughs> she does that country that, twang. Yeah, she does that twang in the original. And then in the, um, yeah, in the new version, she just sings it like hipsters. <laughs> And she just doesn't quite have the attitude. Um, And don't even get me started on the production of it. Mm. Like, I know Shellback is Martin's protege, but I don't know. Max has this, like, secret sauce that he just injects into all his songs that make up, even though they're, like, poppy and and big, they don't sound empty. And that's what I'm getting from the Taylor's version. It just sounds, like, empty. (laughs) Yeah, it's not. It's just not as like full sounding. Which didn't you say the same thing with um, trouble? I knew yeah. you trouble. <laughs> I couldn't think of the name of the song. Yeah, yeah, yes, probably. But this one is more. Yeah, it was glaring. Yeah, it's really glaring. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just I like the original better. Hey, um, also, there's these weird. really weird volume changes throughout the song in Taylor's version, and I could really tell when I was listening with headphones. Like toward the end of the song, um, like in the the last chorus, it just like the background music goes up and down a lot. And I've noticed that in a couple of different Taylor's versions. Hmm. And it's just really weird. And I don't know if they just didn't take enough time to equalize it. But that's weird. I need to get like actual good headphones and listen to it. Because <laughs> most recommend. of the time I'm just listening with these. But yeah, even I mean, I guess my my AirPods are pretty good. Those that's what I mainly listen for the preparing for the podcast. But even on those, I could tell. So. I just don't have the ear you have, though. You got that ear. 
I tried to listen to that YouTube video that has them playing one in one ear and one in the other. Yeah, but it, you can't you can't really differentiate with your your brain. So yeah, it's I just hard. listened That's- to them back to back a bunch. I played it on our sound system, so I went physically and moved my ear to the one speaker and then physically to the other. But it is kind of hard to separate it. So. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's my TED Talk. Hey, no. I. You like the stolen version better? That's fine. I don't think stolen version is feels right. No, I know. No, I agree, though. The pop songs do feel a little empty. Yeah. Compared. It's like louder does not equal the same as whatever <laughs> yeah whatever stuff that max does to the songs to make him just have that punch a little magic not quite there a little yeah. pixie dust and that's why i'm very worried about 1989 and reputation oh, gosh <laughs> uh, but we'll see maybe he'll maybe he'll come back maybe he will let's hope i forget let's, why he didn't i think we, i guess he just wasn't available i, I think i yeah, looked it up and then i don't think we really know like there's no reason it's i you know no one thinks that they're like feuding or anything it's just you know yeah he's probably busy but you would think that he would make time for taylor swift considering right. the amount of money the- he would make from it but how how many songs did he produce on 1989 did he do like oh, all of them a bunch maybe because well that would be more work for him but maybe since it was so much on 1989 they'll work a little harder to get him back yeah to- i don't know <laughs> I, I'm hoping that she's able to like buy her masters back for reputation and then they won't have to redo it because I think that album is perfectly Perfect. produced as it is. Yeah. Like she has her adult voice. She sounds great. Like it's true. I, I it wouldn't. There's nothing the I would improve. Is... Yeah, exactly. Okay. Sorry to rant at least. <laughs> no, it's okay. Well, let's get into the lyrics if you'd like. Um, yeah, let's do it. Can I just say this has got to be one of the cringiest songs on the album. Oh yeah, I love it though. Which it's so, I still I love it. Yeah, but yeah, the cringe. <laughs> it's like sassy, cringy, but yes. It is. But yet, I did pick out a lot of lines that I liked. Funny enough, really. But yeah, I don't know why. I just did. He was telling a hard anyway. time. <laughs> well, should we just go ahead and talk about our yes. favorite lines? I mean, I don't. It, it's Let's pretty straightforward. It. There's not a whole lot to yeah. really delve into. Well, I want to hear yours first. Um, I did not even. Have one? I did, I picked a least favorite, but I, okay. I had a hard time. I had a hard time picking out lyrics. Like, I mean, it tells a story and it's fun and everything. It doesn't even really tell a story. Actually, I don't know why I said that, but I don't it know. It tells a I story do... of part like like on a. It seems like one night, maybe kind That's of. That's true. Yeah, you can picture yourself there even without the music video. Um, yeah, I had a hard time even picking a least favorite line either because it, nothing super like jumped out. But I don't know. This place is too crowded. Too many cool kids. <laughs> Who's Taylor Swift anyway? Ugh. Yeah, it's a little cringe. Even though it's like I love it, but it's it's cringe. But I still, it's still a bop. I'm not. I don't hate it by any means. Um, this sound, this is probably bad, but it's allowed since she's 22. That same verse when she says we ditch the whole scene and end up dreaming instead of sleeping. In my mind, it's always we end up drinking instead of sleeping. (laughs) I was like, I like dreaming. She's still trying to be like somewhat clean cut. Yeah, she doesn't but. really talk about alcohol until. <laughs> yeah. um Does she mention alcohol in 1989 at all, or is it only starting a reputation? Well, wine stained dress, but yeah, I feel like reputation. She really talks about it more. Yeah, maybe she says it, mentions it a few other times, but that the but, yeah, only wine one stained dress. I think is one of the first mm-hmm. mentions of alcohol. All right, spicy. Well, so I have a couple <laughs> spicy. I have a couple <laughs> favorites, but they're like okay. not like I would. 
tattoo these onto my body kind of lyrics. <laughs> they're just like they make me laugh and I enjoy them. So I mean the number one is it feels like a perfect night to dress up like hipsters. It's cringe, <laughs> but I love it and I love the way she says hipsters. 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 And I love how and that's it's why you have Jake. to listen. Yes, you have to listen to the original version to get that twang. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So that's that was like the first one right off the bat. Yeah. Um, I like that too. I mean, again, I also just love we're happy, free, confused, and lonely at the same time. It's miserable and magical, especially I the do, miserable and magical. Yes, I do love it's miserable and magical. That totally sums up like how you feel at that age. Just so I don't know. Just tonight's the night when we forget about the deadlines. Sounds very like collegey to me. So yeah, even though she didn't attend college, but this is still probably relatable to college students. That's true. I didn't especially even- breakfast at midnight. Of course, I pictured like work, but yeah, your college right. would be would probably be more appropriate. But yeah, I also I I have a third one, but it's not Ooh. really favorite. It's okay. these are kind of in order of how much. But I also like you look like bad news. I gotta have you. I don't know why I like that line. <laughs> so just I so, mean, like I like the bad boy. Kind yes, of it definitely is. That's why. So I was gonna mention that in our discussion. So that is the one line that kind of like sticks out. Because the rest of it, she is talking about just hanging out with her friends. And mm-hmm. then it's a little bit like it out doesn't of the blue. super fit in. Yeah. Like, obviously, she's talking about a night out, you know, and you get what she means. But it just it's kind of like random. It is kind of random. Even though it like it fits, but it's just kind of like, yeah. But I kind of like how it's like out of nowhere. I don't know why. Yeah. It's just kind of a little different. But anyway, so I think it's time we should probably just talk about the tropes because okay. I feel like we're going to dive into some more. Okay. Anyway. So... I had a hard time. I say this for every single song, but I had a hard time figuring out the tropes for this because the whole thing is definitely very Taylor, I think. Right? Just like yeah, partying and having a good time and feeling yourself. It's not breakup Taylor, know. but yeah it's, yeah, it's definitely. But I mean, it is an anti-ex anthem, which is very Taylor. And obviously we have a specific age, dancing, cool kids, and not being one of them, I guess. <laughs> I would assume. Yes. Um, I love and the it. idea of making fun of an ex for being a hipster and like that goes right along oh, with that's... liking indie music. Yeah. The whole 2012 thing. Um, <sighs> liking a bad boy, 100% a trope. Yes. Um, talking in a song. <laughs> uh, being miserable, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, magic in general. Wide-eyed optimism. Partying with the girl crew, which is... This is very much like a precursor to like her 1989 era where she had that girl group. Yes. Um, and then just dreaming instead of sleeping. Being a dreamer for sure. <laughs> yeah. That, were these girls in the girl crew? I feel like her girl crew kind of changed for 1989. I know it yeah. had. Yeah. I feel like Selena, Selena. maybe was there. Selena. Um, just got to keep an eye out for Selena. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know who that, that crew was except for like Carly Kloss and like oh, the, yeah. the Hateds, the, those models. And I think Haley Williams or no, she wasn't in like the girl crew, but she was okay. in like the Bad Blood music Bad Blood. video. But I think she just like picked random females out of a hat for Bad Blood music video. <laughs> There's a bunch of randoms in there, but um, I'm just thinking about like her Instagram where she would post, uh, you know, all of her her famous like Fourth of July parties yeah. at her house yeah. in Rhode Island and stuff. But well, I don't really. I, I love the tropes. That's good. That's good. Did she I feel repeat? Like I missed some. Did she repeat the first line? I mean, she kind of the outro is kind of like back to the it feels one of those <sighs> nights, but it's not really the yeah, same as the repeating outro the intro. The bridge. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which I guess is kind. Of, she does that sometimes. 
Okay, can you explain something as someone who knows music more than me? What do you call that part in the song at the end of the bridge before, like right before it goes to the last chorus and it's like, oh, yeah, eh, 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 and then it does that weird thing and it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, you know what, what I mean? like cres- crescendo, <laughs> but it's, I love a, that it's part. not really a crescendo is because you have to like build up. To, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what that's called. Listeners, Either please way, write in. It. What is that? What <laughs> yes, is that? It, and it's why so fun. It sounds so good. Yeah. <laughs> Why give my brain a hit of dopamine? Um, yeah, so the, that covers the tropes, I think. Right? I mean, I think so. Yeah, it seems to cover everything. It, it seems like I probably missed some. Maybe breakfast. Maybe midnight. Midnight's the time. Um, maybe partying. Also, I don't know. Yeah, just partying in general. But Falling her in idea, love with strangers. Y- yes. Oh, true. Um, her idea of like rebellion is like eating breakfast at midnight, like so scandalous. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute yes I but it, it is it's a true vibe like it when you're is. like oh, i want to do something and it's like late at night and you're like let's go get let's go to ihop let's go to waffle house yeah it's like i don't want to you know? i don't want to get myself in trouble but i want to do something kind of bad yeah and then um, i'm gonna make alcohol belly at those places <laughs> yeah my belly's gonna hurt in the morning but not in the way you'd think so well, do we want to talk about this music video let's talk about it okay are you cringing about it? I mean, no, I love it. I mean, again, it just goes along with right what we're saying. It's such a child of the era, like the 2012 the hipster yes. glasses is great. I love the classic not a lot going on at the moment shirt because yes. I feel like that's still like a big thing for Swifties. It is. And, and that just the, fa- the fashion, yes. Yeah, the whole the whole vibe. It's an entire vibe. I love her beanie. Like in the second, oh. <laughs> third outfit, whatever she, when she's on the beach. Yeah, when they're on the beach, yeah. But my absolute favorite outfit, okay, <laughs> is the one where she's got the like the headscarf, like the retro vibe with the high waisted shorts. Oh, and like yes, the, the tied shirt. I love it. Red is the best fashion era. <sighs> it really me. is. High waisted shorts. It's great. Yeah, which is kind of the, that outfit's a little bit. Actually, both of her other outfits can be a little hipstery themselves you could say but maybe that's just what was oh definitely then. yeah so, well i think the- by this time like the whole hipster fashion thing had gone to to being you know mainstream in the zeitgeist or whatever yeah pretty much is mainstream and is dead by this point but <laughs> the fact but that- it was it was just the style twee i yeah. think is the style yeah the very fact that like hipster was the style is makes it not hipster anymore (laughs) exactly if you already if you've heard of this band they're already already dead um yeah the polaroid filter like the way it's shot where it like looks like it's on a polaroid it's such a hint at 1989 don't you think like even if she didn't know it yet oh yeah that's so true she's definitely revving up for 1989 era definitely and we didn't even know the girl group and stuff we didn't know the pop the polished pop sound. Yes. So also the cat ear headband that she wears at the end. <laughs> yes. That's ahead of its time, isn't it? I don't remember seeing those back then. I only feel like I, within the past couple of years, have I started seeing them like on people just randomly. Just Gen Z ears <laughs> in general. I feel like that became popular with them. Yeah. But that's I, I true. don't remember seeing them at this time. Okay. So the one thing about this song in general is like i love it i mean i like it and it's a bop absolutely it's super fun it's not necessarily one i'm gonna like seek out but i found that i liked it more before i dove into it deeply 
It's like, you know how sometimes we'll have songs that we don't really like and then we dive into it and we like them, end up liking them more. This kind of, yeah. the opposite happened to me when like diving into there. it. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like the opposite. It's just a fun pop song. Most, yeah, most of Taylor's other music, even when she does have fun pop songs, like they'll have like, you know, double meetings and like all this, you know, intrigue. And this one's just kind of, it is what it is, which is fine. And I'm here for it. Yeah. But I just thought it was interesting. Like as I was listening to it for like the fifth time, I was like, like, okay, I'm good forever. (laughs) And like, I'll still like, oh yeah, I still will listen to it. Yeah. You just Um, won't seek it out. Exactly. Well, what would you rate it? I gave it a five. Oh, nice. Would you give it? A six point five. <laughs> That's respectable. I, like I get it. I like it. It always makes me happy. I imagine myself being twenty two when I listen to this and go into Waffle House and make my belly hurt. <laughs> so it's a good time for me. It is a good time. So as far as swiftiness goes. Um Yeah, I don't know. I feel <laughs> like it's kind of middle of the road. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because the whole the whole vibe is obviously very swifty, but it's just just because it doesn't have any of like the deeper meanings and anything, no Easter eggs and, and such. Yeah, and it's not even for like a pop song. Like a lot of her pop stuff is like witty or something, and this does not seem yeah. witty. Yeah, it's, so it's a little bit like like I said, like sassy, but not yeah, yeah. So what do you? I, I mean, would it. you say like? A five? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. Five hipsters. Five hipsters. hipster glasses. Well, she doesn't actually say glasses, but we can. <laughs> we know. That just made me think of um, the epic mealtime party that we had when. Um, oh man, when we were nineteen or so. Yeah, that was that. That song should have played, but it wasn't out yet. <laughs> wow, it wasn't that was, was in twenty twelve? Oh my that, gosh. Uh, that would have been the soundtrack to that th- party. Yeah, no wonder I didn't vibe to the song at the time. Like you said, it was kind of a weird time. Yeah. No, not easily could find it. But Okay, so for our listeners at home, if you remember the YouTube channel Epic Mealtime, <laughs> you can imagine what an Epic Mealtime party would have been like. We made like dessert pizza and like deep fried everything and... A mac and um, cheese. We baked a, a burger <laughs> into a mac and cheese cake. So it was a mac and cheese cake with a burger in the middle. Talk about a bellyache. We made a chocolate candy castle. Yes. What, out of chocolate was it like, rice crispy. Yes, chocolate, it was rice chocolate crispy rice crispies. Treats. Treats. Made and then we decorated it with Kit Kats and like Hershey Kisses and powdered sugar and fried Oreos. Did we use Nutella as like the... Yeah. Like, yep. Whatever they call it when they lay bricks. I feel like mm-hmm, I put Nutella mortar. on it. <laughs> oh my gosh. My belly hurts just yeah. thinking about it. I think my favorite thing was the mac and cheese burger because <sighs> I don't like sweet stuff that much. And like one yeah. fried Oreo, I was done. <laughs> yeah, it was like sweetness overload. But man, I feel like so much food was wasted that night. Oh, we also well, made. How would we have possibly uh, yeah. eaten it all? What I don't know. Thinking? Meal prepped. Yeah. Just before meal prepping was popular. <laughs> That's right. We should have just. That was at me and Ashley's apartment. We should have just frozen it all and eaten on it for the next six months. <laughs> just put one slice of candy pizza in your lunch every day. And there and- you go. And then you get a bellyache every day for the rest of your life. We also made egg rolls. Oh, which th- was a that's weird right. Thing. Yeah. I, okay. I just remembered the picture of the egg roll. <laughs> they were they uncooked. Not, they were uncooked, and it was it was they did not look good at that point. Yeah, they looked. I don't very remember even floppy. eating an egg roll. I don't either. I, again, I don't <laughs> think I made it that far. 
And oh, then we, one of our friends went muscles glasses on the candy pizza. <laughs> or no, it was the castle. <laughs> it was the castle. Oh man, what a belly Which, ache. I don't know how to explain muscles glasses, but you know. Just look up Epic Meal Time. <laughs> it's that 2012. Even still relevant? I don't know. I am please, if they any either... of our listeners are familiar with Epic Meal Time before we said this, please just write us an email or DM us on Instagram or like us so we can be friends. They I it's like I don't know. They either like faded into obscurity with you know the way YouTube has gone, or they completely sold out and they're making so much money by being like content creators on YouTube. Or they like, I don't know, got demonetized. I think that's the same as fading into obscurity. Mm. Oh, man. Yeah. Not to reminisce about old YouTube, but anyway. Every time I think about it at mealtime, I almost I don't do. make a burger, but I almost do. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. You okay. knew where I was going before I got let's there. Take, let's take a break, and then we will get into I almost do. Oh, man. That was some vocal fry. I almost do. Hey, Swifties. We're back. And better than ever or worse. Probably worse because we're tired. No, I'm not like I other Swifties. <laughs> I'm worse. I almost do. Listen to this podcast. Not to go I back don't. to 22, but is that does 22 <laughs> kind of have some not like other girls vibes? Taylor Swift definitely gives off not like other girls vibes sometimes when she talks yeah. about other girls a little Very bit. Very true. But she doesn't, she mentions girls or she doesn't even mention girls in the song, but she's talking about her girl group. So That's maybe true. it doesn't. It has, I am like other girls vibes. Yeah. <laughs> the I'm relatable. Hashtag relatable. Let's talk about I almost do. Let's do it. And I just want to tell you it takes everything it's a song on red it's track number seven on red how how do you feel about this song i feel like this song is like a hidden gem on this album i honestly kind of forget about it because it's overshadowed by being sandwiched between two singles <laughs> yes and <laughs> Yeah, if I'm going to listen to a sad song from Red, obviously it's going to be all too well. Um, but I, I really like this song. It, it grew on me. Yeah, it's kind of a slow burn for sure. Yeah. It's it, quite country. It It is country, but it's kind of like that like alternative, like chill country. Yeah. You know? I like it. Yeah. Well, um, I guess we can dive a little bit into the background. Okay. So Taylor said that um, I Almost Do is a song I wrote about the conflict that you feel when you want to take someone back and you want to give it another try, but you know you can't. And you can't because you know it's hurt you so deeply that you know you couldn't bear to go through that again. So you're sitting there and wondering where they are and hope that they think about you and that you're you're almost picking up the phone call, but you just can't. Picking up the phone call. That's a weird thing that she said. <laughs> to call phrase. is what I would think. <laughs> anyway, I think I needed to write the song in order not to call that person, actually. I think that writing the song was what I did instead of picking up the phone. Hmm. There's classic Taylor writing songs in the moment. Classic. Yeah. I mean, this song definitely has a lot of, like, emotions. <laughs> yeah, definitely. As most of her songs do. Um, but, but, well, again, whiplash. 
Yes. <laughs> a yeah. little bit of whiplash there. Definitely. Um, it is a nice cool down mm-hmm. after 22 and like all like kind of like emotional overload for the first six tracks, like all of them. <laughs> and then you just got this kind of breather. So I think the placement on the album is fairly great. But yeah, that's it's kind of a cool idea. Like, obviously, we'll get a little bit into more about who it's about. But Ooh. it's like that internal battle when you really miss someone and you're like, want to call them, but then you know it's probably bad for you and you you don't do it. Yeah. But she so, almost does. She almost does. Well, I guess to kind of go back to your you're saying the placement on the album, something I read said that a lot of people say red seems almost split into two halves hmm. with one or two exceptions. The first eight cuts are about the end of love and the next are about finding new love. What do you think okay. about that? I mean, that sounds that sounds right. Sounds I have to pull right. up the track list so I can see if that could be true i mean i don't know i mean there's probably some exceptions but i mean 22 is probably well i guess that's kind of the end of love i don't know it's kind of like not really yeah i don't know no i don't know i think it's a stretch (laughs) (laughs) but i do like the placement of the album uh, the placement and the track list is really well done anyway just the way it flows i I mean definitely towards the end of the album for sure she's talking about finding new love yeah but I don't know if it's necessarily two halves. Right. So anyway, I just um, thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, I think I really like the vocal melody on this song. Really? <laughs> um, yeah. It's like not ever what I expect. Like I forget about mm-hmm. the song. So like whenever I listen to it again, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is how the yeah. song goes. Like, yeah, I like it. Like I think it's it's not anything like super groundbreaking as far as that goes. But I like this song. Well, I feel like you funny. don't like this song. Well, it's it's funny because I, I do like I like it. It's fine. It's not a favorite. And yeah. one thing I don't like is the chorus. Really? Like it's too I'm just I don't know if they're there and I'm just picturing them or maybe they were in the original. I should have gone back and listened to the original again. But I picture those really loud karaoke country harmonies. <laughs> Are those there or am I crazy? Um, I don't really notice them, and I listen to the original a lot too. I don't know why I'm. I don't. That sounds yeah. dumb, but there's something about the <laughs> chorus that is like it is a little like I don't know. The chorus, especially, is a little like cliche. Not even yeah. really the not necessarily the lyrics, but yeah. No, I see what you mean. Like it's a little bit too like country female ballady to me yeah. i don't know why it's kind I don't of know if that makes sense predictable maybe but i love the verses yeah me too especially like again the vocal melody the way she says certain things i really like but yeah something about the chorus just bothers me <laughs> i don't know but i love the outro too especially yes she does when- repeat that first verse yeah anyway so, okay, so after the second chorus, <laughs> okay. um, when she goes, every time I don't, I almost do, I almost do, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. not Crush by David Archuleta? I, now that you just said it, it is. I'd never have pictured that when listening to the song. <laughs> and but now or Leave the Pieces by the Wreckers. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so I'm going to have to put all those songs, I'm going to have to put splice them all together just so that I know they're probably not all going to be in the same key, but...
this is mm. this is what I do. If I hear a song and it sounds think even remotely songs. like another song, then I'm going to notice it. And that's why I can't – I have a hard time writing music and listening to new music because I will pick up on too many patterns and just annoy everyone around me. I love it. Well, I can't wait to listen to that in the in the post <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking about how much I like the part when she's like oh, – I guess it's too much to lyrics. It's not the line that I like, but it's just that she – the way she sings, I bet you're sitting in your chair by the window looking out at the city. Yeah, I do I like that. And that was a terrible way I did that. But well, you know I what just I mean? did, like, yeah. The way- yeah, yeah, but yeah. Like but that, I don't so. think I was even in key, so unless you were. Mm-mm. But now all I'm going to think of is crush. So oh, yeah. this crush ain't going away. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we can talk about the Taylor. I mean, there's not. I couldn't find a lot of specifics about the song, but obviously this is post Jake breakup. Yeah. She kind of wants him back. She's reflecting on the good things in the relationship. She's maybe toying with the idea of like maybe getting back. Yeah. But then it's funny that the next song that follows (laughs) is we are never, ever getting back together. Yeah. This is like, she's like all emotional. Like, oh, and then definitely two sides of the the same coin. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So... Like I picture her like writing the song and then waking up the next morning like a new woman and then she's like yeah. writing we are never ever getting back together. But yeah, I like that too because then you know she writes the song instead of calling him and then wake up the ne- wakes up the next day instead of regretting like oh dang it why did I call yes. him yeah she's like I I didn't call him and I lived and I'm ready to start my life again yep and also Jake had the apartment. In Brooklyn, right? I think oh. we talked about that. So that's when it talks about Look like picturing him city. looking out at the city. Mm. Also, the lyric video, I was just like trying to listen to the song on YouTube. Have you seen the lyric video? No. I don't know why you would. But <laughs> for t- it's like literally like a red chair in a New York apartment, like overlooking the city. And I was like, wow. this is actually the perfect little that's setting. A vibe. It is a vibe. It was a good vibe. So that's basically how she's picturing him. Yeah. I like it. Should we dive into the lyrics? Let's go. All right. Um, I do like how she's like talking about, you know, picturing him mm-hmm. chilling by the window. <laughs> yeah, and it's like I bet, I bet, <laughs> I bet you think about me. <laughs> she's betting a lot. <laughs> yeah, she needs to. I don't know. She's betting a lot of with these bets. I hope that she is not a gambling addict. <laughs> Swifties, bet. please don't bet. <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's so is it silly. like she's thinking about him and like i know you so well i'm thinking of what you're doing but then at the same time she doesn't yeah yeah because like think about how i feel like in this relationship from what we've even if it's a fictionalized version of what we've seen i imagine you know him being older and everything and whatever happened um mm-hmm. or him knowing a lot about her and her not knowing that much about him, you know, mm. you know what I mean? Does that make sense? I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And I like how at the end she changes, like at the beginning, she's like, I bet. Yeah. That the, you wonder about me. But in the end, she's like, I hope. I hope. Sometimes yes. you wonder about me. It's a little Taylor doing. The, well, not to get into the tropes, but repeating the beginning with a little twist with a tiny bit it. of a difference. That is like a, a double trope in itself. Spice. Well, did you have a favorite or least favorite? Line? I did have at first I was like, oh man, I'm not gonna be able to find a favorite. Um just because it's not nothing stands out. But then I got to that second verse. 
um, where she says, I bet it never, ever occurred to you that I can't say hello to you and risk another goodbye. That's love my that favorite line. line, too. I mean, it's yes. A, I was going to say it's the only, the only answer to it's that only question. only standout. <laughs> Pretty much. Especially, and the delivery adds to it. Yes. The way she really puts the emotion behind it. Yes. I love that. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of sad because it's like she's you know she knows it's gonna if they were to try to get back together that was just gonna end badly again yeah she can't go through that again can't get hurt again in the bridge to um i don't love the line in my dreams you're touching my face but her delivery on that where her voice gets all like delicate Mm -hmm. it sounds so good delicate (laughs) someone said in genius too that which i never really thought about this that when she sings your favorite, our favorite lines, I mm-hmm. bet it never ever occurred to you that it obviously it mimics lyrically, but yeah, um, the melody limit mimics the we are never ever getting back together. <gasps> yes, okay, never. It kind of does. Yeah, it definitely does. That's yeah, cool. I love that. See, genius. Double, double meanings, double entendres. Yep. I don't think it's entendre. I don't know what entendre is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I do love that because it's a little Easter egg for. For us yep. a little preview yeah <laughs> if you it- don't listen to the overture you won't recognize the musical themes when they come back later true <laughs> is it time to get those tropes yeah this is another one where it was like obviously it's tropey but like where are they at though you know what i mean the whole idea <laughs> where them of tropes it, at where them tropes at um <laughs> yeah, the whole idea is very clearly swifty but like specific ones is like okay so wanting to talk to your ex but you're not gonna phone calls messy breakups dreaming he comes back hoping he's thinking about you these are all really the same thing um (laughs) considering getting back together and wondering if they do what i don't know what that sentence is sorry wonder if they're considering getting back together yeah that's something like that you meant I don't um, know. Never this like you wrote this at 10 o'clock at night after a glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> I did. With the little uh, eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so ne- the never ever is clearly a trope. Um, face touching, um, realizing oh, yeah. you're probably better off apart and repeating the first verse with a variation. And then um, a city, I feel like, is a trope. Mm-hmm. Especially with him, you know, thinking he's this really cool city boy or whatever and like looking out on the city and her being like... I'm in the small town. I imagine she's probably like thinking she's in a small town and is like, I'm going to call him up in his big city. I don't know. Big old city. Do you think, just looking at the lyrics again, do you think that she's, like when you talked about the touching your face line, Mm -hmm. asking if I'm going to try again, she's having all these thoughts because he tried calling her up again after they broke up and tried kind of winning her back? Yeah. And now she's like, First she was like, no, but now she's like, yeah, a moment of weakness. I definitely got that vibe. Yeah. Like I'm looking for the line. I feel like I thought there was a line in here where she says something about him reaching out, but maybe well, it's just, just the, the br- one. The bridge. Yeah. Ask me if I want to try again with you. I mean, in her dreams. In her dreams. <laughs> but I feel like she, especially, okay, here's some Taylor, not really, but um, thinking about all too well. If he's calling her up again just to break her like a promise, and then she eventually stops answering his calls, and then then picks up the phone again and is like, "Well, what if I try it again?" And then it's like, and "No, she, not going she to." She almost does, but yeah, no, she doesn't. No, it's true. I think it it fits together, like 
pieces falling into place. Mm, like autumn leaves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the secret messages wrote this instead of calling. I mean, confirmed. Confirmed. Good times. Wow. I can't believe. Do we have any more to say about the song or is it only I ratings? Really ha- I don't have much to say. I mean, there's nothing new that it really contributes to the story. I no. feel like, like the tale lore of the whole album. Yeah. That we don't already know. That we didn't already cover in All Too Well. I mean, good lord. True. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so I guess quickly, I, since I was listening to the Taylor's version and the original um, back yeah, to back a bunch. Yeah, any differences? Yes. So the music in Taylor's version does sound like smoother, um, but the vocals sound like dampened or something. Really? Like they sound, that, it's not that's quieter. They're just like, I don't know. They're not as dynamic. In the new like, one? Yeah. Um. But her voice does sound like really good and smooth and she hits some of the notes that she maybe were a struggle in the original. But yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Something about the vocals are just like they sound like damp. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny because I, I feel like a lot of it. Damp. I feel like a lot of her other songs are so much more a little bit more vocal forward. Yeah. Like it's on the, the opposite version. in this one. It's weird. Hmm. She she almost turned up the vocal volume, but she I don't know. She, she almost did, but she didn't. I almost do. I almost do turn it up. Okay. Ugh, edit that out. So, <laughs> ratings. I'm going to go ahead and say my rating. Do it. I rated it. And maybe this is... Now that I'm talking about it, I seem like I hate it more. But yeah, I wrote really, a six. I don't... I yeah. like the song, guys. I like yeah. the song. It's a slow burn. But... Yeah. I don't know. But I gave it a six. Yeah, I also gave it a six. Oh, okay. Well, we're friends. Because it, like... Yeah, I mean, it's not <laughs> like it, when I'm listening to the album, I'm obviously going to listen to it. Oh, yeah. Never and skip it. You know what? I mean, I even if it comes up on shuffle, like I probably listen to it, too. So yeah. as far as swiftiness, I also gave that a six. Six, six, six. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, I think it's swiftier than 22. It might not be. I don't know. It what is. Do you think? No, it definitely is because... This is about a guy and wanting a guy back and yeah. a breakup. And I mean, that's that's classic True. Swifty stuff. I mean, there's not a whole lot of individual tropes, but I still think the, the overall message idea. is Swiftier than yes. 22. So, I, yeah, I think a six is fair. Never, ever occurred to you. That that line is just what moved it from a five to a six. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> it honestly is six never occurred to use <laughs> i don't know six face six, touches yeah six uncalled phone calls undialed six, phone calls <laughs> six chairs by the window that is pretty much the only like item in this song yeah i like it <laughs> let's uh, go away before yeah, we're we getting weird dumb. and sleepy we already said a lot of dumb stuff but um, our next episode, <laughs> we will be talking about we are never, ever getting back together and stay, stay, never, stay. ever. Now, did I just sing <laughs> I Almost Do or did I just sing We Are Never, Ever Getting Back Together? You don't know. You'll, Nobody yeah. knows. The world may never know. Um, Ooh, I get to talk about my favorite Taylor Swift song that everyone else hates, Stay, Stay, Stay. <laughs> That's your, a 10. A 10 in stay, your stay, eyes. Stay, Stay, Stands <laughs> over here. Stay, Stay, Stands. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness uh, well go what would you nap. say what would what would you say to end the oh, episode i'd say swifty's out i'd say swifty's out 